Good evening, Mongols and other listeners. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Preview Show. I am Justin from Mongols. With me is Evan Valella of the USL Show and the Brotherly Game. Sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Go get them. Uh, we're going to chat about our game under the Friday Night Lights during hand egg season against our cross-state rivals, the Bethlehem Steel. Mm. Evan, welcome to the Mongols Show. How hey, are you? <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I'm, I'm great. I, I always love... Just Mongols in general, because you guys are how I got started podcasting, but I digress. I love the the new de facto catchphrase for Roughneck Scarves is go get them. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I, like, No, I think they should go with that. That'd be really good. I would love to see that on a scarf, like a Roughneck Scarf scarf. Do they make scarves for themselves? That sounds too meta. But anyway, um, I think it, one side would just say, like, you know, Roughneck Scarves, and then the other side would just be go get them. And, it, like, it'd be great because you could either be talking about, you know, go buy scarves, or, like, if you're holding it up at a soccer match, you can be like, yay, team I support, go get the other team. It's it's a multi – actually, the more I think about it, the better it gets, which is uh, never true with anything. So this is a win-win. Listen, Roughneck, we are providing this is your marketing well, right now. It's mostly free. It's basically free. You're yeah, getting free marketing their... advice. So, I mean, you exactly. know, what else could you want? That's really why they in signed a... on. <laughs> in a public sponsors. setting for everybody. To hear. Right. They went, oh, that Evan guy's really good at coming up with marketing ideas off the top of his head for no reason. So, we got to keep that going. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let's, mm-hmm. um, let's work on that. What are we doing here? And, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to get back into this game after that digression, but uh, let's, let's do it. So, I want to start by taking like a super high-level view Please. at this game on Friday night. So, currently the Hounds sit in third place in the yeah. East, point behind Louisville, point ahead of Charleston. Yeah. The Steels sit in fifth place, mm-hmm. four points back of the Hounds. Mm-hmm. However, the, the River Hounds do have several games in hand yeah. on the Steel. That's fine. So, let's let's start with the Steel, uh-huh. particularly. Uh-huh. Like, regardless of anything else that happens in the USL standings, regardless of the fact that Pittsburgh's the opponent, yeah. who, like, what do you feel like, like, what do you feel like Bethlehem needs from this game? Um... So it's funny. Uh, I was actually really upset that they lost to Penn FC, in part because I think that for whatever reason, we play Penn FC. I say we like I play. The team plays Penn FC terribly, like every year, all the time, and I, I don't understand why. Um, but then I looked at the table and realized that no one else wanted to take fifth place in the East either. So it kind of made that win a little easier to swallow. Um, that being said, you know, you said Pittsburgh have a lot of games in, in hand on Bethlehem, which, you know, they're four points apart, which isn't a lot, but, um, I don't think Bethlehem are looking to crack top four, or I don't think that's reasonable to expect at this point. I think they're trying to set pace for the teams five through eight, really five through 12 in the East. Um, so what to, you know, what they want out of these games in a perfect world, three points. But as long as you keep getting results, that puts pressures on teams that are below you to match. So, you know, any points right now out of out of all these fixtures, I, I think especially because this one is against Pittsburgh, it's a way, um, you know, a draw here would be fine. Uh, but a win obviously makes things a lot easier. Yeah, I was actually thinking the same thing. I mean, regardless of the fact that they're, you know, playing Pittsburgh mm-hmm. this weekend and it's the team that I support. But, like, I mean, Bethlehem... With games in hand, you guys, as far as playoff position, just have to keep setting the pace. Yes. So as long as you get results, you're not going to fall back necessarily right. because teams like 
Louisville, Pittsburgh, Charleston yeah. should still keep getting results right. against all the teams right. that are chasing you guys well, as and, well. And you look at Louisville, you look at, I mean, especially Cincinnati who clinched last week. Not to, sorry. I am not talking uh, about that. I didn't even mean the do. I forgot for two seconds who they played. Um, which was bad of me. I apologize. But, I mean, you look at the teams above Bethlehem right now in the standings, so one through four, and, and you're just kind of, you know, you're okay not getting there. You're, you're okay not beating those teams. That's not what it, it's about. It's about getting those results and making Indy win, which they don't seem to like doing very much. Um, they're playing right now, so we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, keeping Ottawa at bay and, and making sure Tampa doesn't get too hot or, you know, because those are the three teams that they have to play um, and Toronto FC too before the season ends. So as long as they can, you know, stay close with those teams, they can literally, you know, get three points against those, you know, Indy is, is going to be the big fixture, I think, at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and like, ultimately, if you stay in fifth place, you're getting the, the quote-unquote worst team in the top four. And <laughs> yeah. probably, I mean, more than anything, yep. that team is probably going to be the team that ends the season on a slide. Like, yeah, at this point, right? It's, yeah, it's not going to be the it's not going to be a team who is going into the the playoffs with any sort of momentum. It's going right. to be the team who loses right. a couple to kind of drop into fourth place. Right. Yeah. You really don't want to play like I, I don't think you want to play the eighth seed, depending on who it is. Because I think that team's got a really good chance to be like white hot heading into the playoffs, and then you don't want to play one obvious. Well, I mean we've seen how that worked for um, that team in Ohio in the last couple of years, but yeah, um, you don't necessarily want to play one just because it's home field and it's a it's a big game. So sure. not that I think there's an easy out in the playoffs, but yeah, no, I know I I agree. Yeah. All right, so let me get your opinion on who like moving over to the Hounds. Like, what mm-hmm. do you? regardless of what Louisville, Charleston, Cincinnati do this weekend, like what do <laughs> sure. you think that they need from this game? Uh, it, it's funny because I think both teams are less than thrilled at what happened the last time they both, not, not necessarily against each other, but I think just the last time they played a league game, both teams aren't very happy with how that went. Um, so it's funny because I'd normally say, oh, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, might want to watch out because Bethlehem are going to be kind of pissed off. But I think the Hounds are going to be a little angry, too. So it should be a really good game. Um, ideally, you'd want to win, obviously, especially at home at Highmark. Um, but again, I th- like we said, it what, about a month ago, a, a draw here doesn't really upset either side. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, what do you guys... I mean, what do you want? You want a clean sheet and two goals, probably, right? I mean, a goal, a- any sort of goal. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, okay, so like, I don't, you know, I like, I'm having a hard time. We'll talk about this in a second, but like, <laughs> the Hounds have had this string of games that just not great. Right. Yeah. Um. So like, I can't. It's hard for me to like look at this game in a vacuum. Sure. I mean, no, and for I mean me, you can at this point, right? Like that would be a little, yeah. uh, a little silly of someone to look at a game in in the middle of September in the USL, and you know when if you're in the spot that this the Hounds team is in, or you know if you're on the West Conference and you're looking at San Antonio right now, and you're like, well, you know, it's just one game. Because uh, it's it's not. These all have huge ramifications at yeah. the end of the day. So yeah. I, I totally understand where you're coming from there. Yeah. So I, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to do that. I mean, I think for me, I would like to see 
you know, I would like obviously like to see the Hounds um, be able to keep pace with or mm-hmm. jump the spot on Louisville. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would like to see them end up this weekend in second place. And the way you do that is by putting pressure on, yep. you know, by putting pressure on them by winning the game um, on Friday night, making them have to play on Saturday night, knowing that they're either going to finish on second or third, depending on their results. So I think that, I mean, I think that's what I think they need. Um, I mean, if we get a draw, it's still points. And I think well, what has happened over the past four weeks for the Hounds is we just keep getting points mm-hmm. um, other than last week. And Louisville and Charleston don't seem to want second place either. So, right. like, yep. you know, you were talking about all those same teams not wanting fifth place. It doesn't seem like anybody wants second place either. So, yeah. it's like those are the two spots that nobody nobody wants to sit in. And I think our teams probably have been the beneficiary of some bad soccer over the past couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, a little bit more into this game. So, the, the Hounds, like I said – Come in winless in four games. Actually, the last time they won was that Bethlehem game hey. back on August 12th. Um, in the meantime, they've drawn against Charlotte, Tampa, and Indy. And then lost last Saturday against Cincinnati. I don't know if you got a chance to watch any of those games. But I know that through the USL show, you get to talk about these games and what happened. Yeah. I mean, what's your opinion of kind of the recent run of form for the Hounds? Um, what do we do to break out of that? Yeah, well, um, I watched the indie game uh, against you guys, which which a was entertaining, um, and b one of just the most bizarrely officiated games of soccer I've ever seen in my life. No, um, to, be nice, to be nice about it. Yeah, uh, no, I know. Huge surprise there. Um, and you know, I, like, yeah, that's not great, and you don't want to give up that result, especially when you kind of steal it late, right? And then you, you have to kind of give two points back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, it's some teams that are that got kind of hot in the last month or so that you came up against and, and were kind of unlucky. Um, but at the same time, you know, you want to end the season strong, right? Like, that whole momentum into the playoffs kind of thing. And not like, you know, like I said, since he obviously – fantastic they clinched the playoff spot you know um you guys were unlucky that Fernando Adi found out who he plays for and scored a goal um <laughs> you know the really the bad game out of that stretch of four uh, uh the nil nil draw against Charlotte where they had the red card right isn't great um yes just because yep. you know there's been very few teams that haven't been able to put Charlotte to the sword this season um, and then, you know, that, that Indy 11 one, and, and not because it was a really bad result, but it was because of how it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, are the Hounds going to miss the playoffs or anything? No, they're fine. Um, would you much rather, you know, have some of those points back? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think like we're, you know, I think as I look at this team and try yeah. to figure out kind of what's going on, I mean, obviously, we have some trouble at the goalkeeper position of yeah, I, keeping what some guys healthy. Dan Lind again? I don't remember. Um, yeah, he, like, a guy face? from a team guy. ran into his cheek mm. and weird. Yeah, I mean that was unfortunate. That was yeah, no, unfortunate for, and, and that's not me. Turn of events. <laughs> making light of it, right? I mean, it's it sucks, and that was a guy for his. As good as I think Kirk was after that first goal against Indy, 
um, you know, he's number two in USL for a reason, and it's because he's not the quality that Dan Lind is. So if, if you have him in goal, right. do, do things get a little better? Eh, like, I don't like making it about goalkeepers, you know, and I think that's an easy oh, yeah. excuse. But, for I mean, sure. you'd much rather have your number one in that than your number two, for sure. So, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe that would change yeah, things it, around a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I think they're, like, working on some stuff back there and as far as communication. Sure, sure, yeah. Box management and all that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, all of that has to be worked out. And, like, when you're Dan Lind, you are working that out in the preseason and the right. first yep. 10 games of the season. When you're Mike Kirk coming in with 10 games left in the season mm-hmm. and you're trying to, like, work it out now, I mean, you kind of hope that if Lind's out long-term that you – get it figured out before the playoffs start, you know, and maybe yeah. you start the playoffs in a lower position than you wanted to, but like, you know, you got to give him a couple games to kind of get it figured out. But mm-hmm. I don't think that gives an excuse to the reality of the situation that Charlotte, you know, zero, zero draw at home with a red card for the last 35 minutes of the game. Right. I mean, that's, right. that's not a good result. You yeah. know, you have to put this, you have to put this word down at that point and, and go for it. I think Tampa, I mean, same thing. It was a little bit of a defensive slash goalkeeper slash communication error that led to their goal after us being up one one nothing for mm-hmm. a good portion of that match. So I think that's you know, that's obviously a problem. I think Indy was just Indy was a crazy game. Yep. And in a vacuum in a vacuum that draw is not bad. I mean, you're going to Indy in a weird field in a weird place with mm-hmm. weird hand egg lines <laughs> on the field. So that's like unfortunate and then i think cincinnati like i mean i think obviously we should have probably been able to beat them i mean we did have them down for most of the game and then all of a sudden we just screwed up for the last section of the game so i think it's like there's a matter of like opinion there but i think you go into the best team in the league you play them in their house and you lose it's not necessarily surprising uh no no one gets out of there alive really right so so uh, in a in a vacuum the indian cincinnati games don't bother me it's coming off the back of those charlotte and tampa games that i'm just like why why can we not win a game um so i mean that's what i think i think there's some communication that needs to happen and there's some different things that are that are going on there so bethlehem on the other hand yeah comes in off of two opposite sorts of games, I guess. Yeah. Um, you get this big 2-1 win against Nashville two weeks ago and then, like, completely collapse against Penn FC. So, I didn't get a chance to watch either of those games. So, explain what happened there. Yeah. Um, so, in the last five, as long as Bethlehem doesn't play another team from Pennsylvania, we're great. Um, which is actually really funny. Our last two losses, which have both been in our last five games, have been against Pittsburgh and Penn FC. Um, we beat Indy 2 nothing. We beat Ottawa 2 nothing. We go on the road. We score early against Nashville. They get one back, and then there's a red card, and then Adam Niyem, I always forget, puts one in in the 90th minute and steals two points there, which is great. Um, and then we score early against Penn FC, and they get three unanswered. Uh, granted, two of the goals, well, one was a, was a golasso, and then um, – Lucky uh, M. Kasana, who's like one of the dark horse best players in, in the league right now, I think, um, you know, scores another one for Penn and then they get a third. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, not to 
play down to any of those teams, this Pittsburgh game is probably the hardest game left on the schedule. So if, if we can get anything out of this, like I've said about eight times now, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, do I want three points, especially with Indy currently stomping Red Bull two, literally when we're recording three, nothing. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but you know, you can only play who's in front of you. You can only control the games that you have left to play and getting the most points out of those games is, is obviously the key to making the playoffs. Um, from a super high angle, the next win for Bethlehem is their 13th, which is going to be a club record. Will they get that? Uh, yeah, I put good money on it. So from a, you know, hey, is this year a success regardless of what happens? Yeah. Yeah, like literally this is the best team that they've ever had. Um, do they deserve to make the playoffs? Yeah, probably. Um, are they, you know, a lock right now? no but it would be harder to see them not making it than making it so um long answer to a short question a draw is great a win obviously is huge but i don't know if that works just because of the styles these teams play let me ask you made an interesting comment there that i think a lot of hounds fans have kind of made as this season has gone on yeah obviously the hounds are having I mean, the best season of their history yes. as well. I mean, and obviously our history is a little bit longer than yours, yeah, but like, but like we're having the best season in our history too. Yes. And especially in our modern high mark history, we're yeah. having the best season. So how do you, I mean, how do you like, how do you put that in perspective <laughs> when you think about like, you know, you lose a game three to one to Pet FC, we lose a game two to one to, you know, we draw yeah. a stupid yeah, yeah. draw to Indy obviously you're frustrated by that sure. but then you have to like when you put it in the larger picture you're like oh the hounds already have more points than they had all of last season yeah and we still have eight games left right right yeah, so, yeah like um no and and listen you know covering part of covering bethlehem part of covering the usl especially when it gets to the mls2 teams is you have to I don't know if buy-in is the right word or, or drink the Kool-Aid. Maybe some people would rather say if they were a little more negative about it, but you have to buy into, you know, regardless of what happens, regardless of if they get into the playoffs, regardless that the last two names on the USL cup itself or MLS two teams, their goal isn't to win the league. Right. It's to be competitive. It Winning helps development a lot more than losing does. Um, but the the perspective and the sort of you know like vaguely existential soccer of what does this mean outside of ourselves is a little easier when you can point to guys like Austin Trusty and Derek Jones and Mark McKenzie who just got a U twenty national team call up or Anthony Fontana and you see that there's legitimately something more for these steel guys to aim to than making the sure. USL playoffs you know. Um, sure. So, you know, in a way that helps in terms of, oh, well, we lost 3-1 to Penn FC. Well, okay, we've also put six guys in MLS last year. Or, you know. Um, yeah. You know, we have guys, Adam Nguyen came back from Afghanistan with the national team and scored a goal against Nashville. So, you know, it's it's a little easier, um, I think, for, for people that cover two teams or even if you're trying to, you know, recap Sounders 2 or Timbers 2 or Los Dos um, to go, well, you know, their kids are great, though. 
Whereas yeah. I think for Pittsburgh and, and those independent teams where if you guys lose a game like that to Cincinnati, you're like, oh, you know, um, I wanted the curse, but, you know, F and Endo Audi and, and, oh, they're just buying the title and, you, you know, and, and that's fair. And But it's it's an interesting league in that those are both totally fair opinions and, and logic, you know, steps that you can have. Um, that being said, do I like losing the Penn FC? No. No, I don't. Not at no. all. Does anybody um, like losing to Penn FC? No, 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 because no one should. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I have to realize that as much as I'd like this team to win every week and as much as I think that, you know, it's a great group of guys that deserve to win every week, uh, me not being involved with the team, not being paid by the team, uh, the results don't really, you know, make my week necessarily. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know I what think, I mean? Like, at the yeah, end of the yeah. day, what the Riverhounds – or what Red Bull 2, or what Bethlehem, or what Cincy, I, I mean, maybe, I don't know, they're getting a little extreme, but like Tampa Bay, or Charleston, what any of these teams do does not greatly impact our lives, other than a lot of people use soccer as an escape from the real world, and when their team loses, kind of feels like you wasted your money, because you could have watched a movie or something, right? So, it, I, <laughs> I think it's pretty well known, like, in the Mongols' sphere, that, like, Laura, Ellen, and I are the most, like, critical or yeah cynical i don't know like hey if you want to call it that that's fine whatever it is critical cynical yeah, I don't whatever have a problem with it. i feel like there are games where we've won two to one where i've looked at the game and gone that was a terrible game and like we probably should have won that game three to one four to one um or we should not have given up the goal that we gave up and i mm-hmm. feel like i've gotten frustrated about that several times this season where you know we give up i think there was a game we were up for nothing on toronto fc too and we gave up a late goal well you see that coming back around we give up late goals to charleston nashville cincinnati indy Mm -hmm. you know and draw some games and lose some games that we probably shouldn't have because of a late goal that was a pattern from a different game in the season and i think so it's hard for me sometimes to think oh yeah the hounds are actually having the best season of their like history when Mm -hmm. I can see how much better our history, our season could have been. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, like no, it's and, just and, like frustrating in that way. And it's hard to, sometimes and, it's hard to just put it back in context. And that exists for every team too, I think, where, you know, for Bethlehem, it's like, all right, why couldn't we play like we play against Charlotte every week where we score 4 1 or we win 3 1 or, you know, why can't, you know, it's like the team maybe you know living up to potential compared to what they put out in a given week you know mm-hmm. um and i think that's where it gets tricky and that's where it's really kind of similar for each team where as high as your team's highs have been this season you just kind of wonder you know maybe barring a few matchups why we can't just do that every week right yeah um it's interesting i don't know yeah yeah it is an interesting thought i just it was just something you said and i was like that's a comment that I think we've talked about on the Mongols crew several times this season. Is like, we get, I've heard the guys say it where it's like, oh, we get nitpicky. And it's like, I'm not trying to nitpick. I'm just trying to say, right. like, these are games that we should have won or won differently than what we did um, yeah. that have also yeah, yeah. come back to bite us at several points this season as well. well so, and, and I mean, Mike and Josh, and, and I mean, even yourselves have seen the Hounds in every possible iteration 
And so I think part of them want to go, okay, well, this is so much better than not having a team or, you know, yeah. seeing them five years ago or sure. whatever, when, when the USL had six teams or, or something like that. So it's always really interesting to me. Um, maybe besides uh, Charleston, but the, the old guard teams always seem to have a little bit more of a, um, I don't know, chipper disposition in terms of results. I yeah. don't know. It's, it's a little strange. Yeah, I'm excited for, um, yeah, I mean, the Steel Army, the supporters group for the Hounds is basically, I think there's like 30 of us headed out to Harrisburg um, Very cool. at the end of the month here to, uh, yeah. to cheer on the Hounds. So it's going to be a fun. visit that new team in Harrisburg. Yeah, that new team that has yeah, never yeah. existed before. Right, right. When I said no one likes losing to Harrisburg, I meant this year, clearly. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. Uh, I do think that's interesting. Uh, like... I've thought about it more and more as the season has gone on with their mm-hmm. association with Rush and like how yeah. like, yeah, I don't like Harrisburg, but like as their association with Rush gets better and better and whatever you think of Rush, I've heard people from Colorado hate Rush, but like whatever you think of Rush, like it's going to breed people into their teams, you know, and whether oh we like it or not, I think Penn FC is going to get better. Jokes aside, and and throwing away their marketing and my kind of tongue-in-cheek willingness to, to adhere to it only after saying they've existed since the USL started. Um, and, and, and just to clarify, and I, I, I said this, I think, on the USL show before, but I think people will find it pertinent only because this is a Pittsburgh Riverhounds-related podcast. The, uh, the reason I get so kind of... Um, vitriolic about that when it's a team that I really don't care about deeply is because you can't throw away your legacy if the guy that coached the damn team for however many years is your is your sporting director yeah for sure you know that's that's all it was for me is I went you can't just deny Bill what he did for how many years there and still employ him yeah um but what I will say yes that partnership has already made Penn FC Harrisburg City Islanders whatever uh, so much better than they have been the last, you know, two or three years, four years, five years, whatever yeah. it was, um, when that union partnership did not seem like it was benefiting anybody. Um, so, you know, I'm very happy that they are, you know, competitive and decent and, you know, all those things. Um, all of my kind of weird pettiness aside, it's only going to be good for, for the league, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Any other thoughts on Friday's game? Any other things you've been thinking about related to um, the game? Come say hi, I guess, because I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So come say hi, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't bite. Um, I'm not terribly anti-friendly. I'm a bit anti-social, which is hilarious given what I do um, and how people will hear this. But yeah, no, I'll, I'll be there. I think we're fitting to get up there at 5.30 or 6-ish, um, just because we have to drive pretty much all the way across the state. So if For you sure. see me, um, you know, come say hi, and we'll talk about soccer, and you can tell me how wrong I am to my face. It'll be great. Oh, so be I'm, great. I'm actually really excited to meet uh, the the honorable Mike Sparks, as I call him. Um, <laughs> that'll be awkward for him, because I'll just, you know, tell him how much I appreciate all the work that he's done and all that stuff, and it'll be a good time hanging out with you guys. As well, so it'll be a, it'll be a good time, and, and I got a couple of uh, well, one ex hound that wants to say hi. So that'll be it'll be good. It'll be a nice weekend up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. So if you had to if you had to make a prediction on this game, what's your prediction right now? 
Um, like so that we're all happy and like each other after ninety minutes, I'll say like a one-one draw. Uh, no, we'll go two-two draw because we both said like one-one last last time out and they they scored three goals. So, two-two draw. Um, for my for my head, my heart says that Bethlehem finds a way to steal a win, but I don't I don't see that happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to predict this game anymore. Uh, yeah, for the last fair. like three weeks, I I've like that saying... you made me go first. Well, well, for the last you're like, three yeah, weeks, man, you do it. So then I can tell people like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to do it. No, no, I'm going to make a prediction. Up. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just trying to set this up with the fact that like for the last three weeks, I've been saying I think the hounds are going to come out angry after the last result and like mm. just dominate the game. And sure. they just haven't. So I just don't know even what I even expect from the hounds. I mean, I think so you're just going to copy and paste that back into this show and then just. Yeah, just get on with it. Yeah, okay. for sure. Uh, I think. I mean, I think the Hounds are finally going to get a win here. I think two to one, something like that. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a physical oh, game. Yeah. I think it just depends on, I think we've talked about this on the show, but I think it just depends on like how Bethlehem approaches the game. If they try to come at us, I think we have a good chance. If they try to park the bus, mm. we don't. So um, I think yeah. those are the two kind of, it depends how Bethlehem is willing to kind of approach the game to what I think mm-hmm. the Hounds can do. But I think two to one, mm-hmm. so... I'll go there, even though. Fair enough. Who knows? Fair enough. Uh, so game is Friday evening, seven p.m. Yep. Highmark Stadium. Get your tickets. Get down to the stadium. Um, then you can go watch your stupid hand egg the next day between Pitt and Penn State. Since I am, I am so excited to um, be doing vaguely touristy things in Pittsburgh during that game. Oh yeah, because it'll be empty. Because there'll be nobody there. It'll be great. It'll be fine. Actually, <laughs> no, the problem for you guys is they're, they're yeah. going to be everywhere because they're not even, people aren't even allowed to park for that game until five o'clock because the oh, Pirates right. also have a game at one o'clock that Ugh. they're going to try to end and empty the parking lots so that Pitt Penn State people can come in. And like everyone's so angry about it here because they're like, tail, no Where's tailgating in a college yeah. football game? Like, what is this? Yeah. So. Um, it's going to be an interesting, it'll be a very interesting day in Pittsburgh on Saturday, but you guys will still have fun. Yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be good. Well, thanks for, thanks for joining us and we'll, uh, we'll see you on Friday. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, literally go check, go check Evan out. Speak Evan speak. Yeah. On, uh, on the twits, the Twitters. It's a really good Twitter handle. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. And uh, at, at the USL show as well. Uh, it's my baby. out the podcast there. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for listening. Go check out the rest of the BGN fam. Lots of great podcasts out there. Great news from around the league. Check out Evan on the USL show. Check out our written stuff at the uslnews.com. Um, USL show gives a great weekly roundup of everything happening around the league. It's a good place to catch up on all your news. And uh, as always, thanks to our sponsor, Revneck Scarves. Go get them. Official scarf supplier yeah. to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at RoughneckScarves.com. Head over to iTunes, subscribe to the show, leave us a review. Thanks for joining us. Later. Take care, y'all.